Hello and welcome to Here's Jones Reviews, the movie review podcast that will try to be nice to movies, but may indeed have to slice and dice them up. Each and every month there's a thing, and as it's February, I'm doing Love Bites, aka Werewolf Movies. Tonight, I'm looking at a little known low budget mid 80s TV movie, The Company of Wolves, based on a book of the same name by Angela Carter. Now, I first saw this oddity back in 2001, I think it was, at my local cinema, holding an all-night werewolf movie fest. In this, I also saw Werewolf in London, Woven, and The Howling, and it was quite a howling success. <clears throat> this movie blew my mind as to just how weird this thing is. It also starred Angela Langsbury, which blew my mind even fucking further. This is loosely based on Little Red Riding Hood, Yet, it takes it to weird and wonderful ways. The one thing that shocked me about this is the lead actress is 12. I thought she was at least 18. I'll talk about a disturbing scene that had to be written later on. Doing research, I was also stunned this was brought to us by ITV Studios, or then Granada Studios. It was allegedly supposed to be a Channel 4 movie, but Channel 4 rejected the script and cut the budget. So ITV uh, bought it for cheap. I mean, the hell it was something like, instead of £4 million, £4 million, it was down to £2 million. So there we have that one. Anyway, the budget of this thing was so low, they only had 12 fake trees, but they made this work as the forests are huge. Anyway. I also found out this whole movie was filmed on a set to show this is all one big dream. The only, they, they used real wolves in this thing about three or four times, well actually twice, as in 1984 there was only four real wolves left in Britain. Two in Scotland, one in Wales I think it was, and the other one was in southern England. There was a horrible story the director tells on the commentary that he ordered the two wolves from Scotland, but by the time they arrived, one had ate the other one. This wolf turned out to be a skeptic, however, and is used when the town folk lure the wolf with a duck. The wolf heard a duck quack and ran for the bloody well hills. Near the end, another real wolf, the Southern England one, was used with the lead actress Sarah Patterson, but I'll talk about that scene later. Most of the other wolves are Belgian Shepherds. Director Neil Jordan went straight to Angel Lansbury as the role for Granny. He wanted nobody else but Angel Lansbury because he liked the fact she was an actress in the 30s and 40s, so there we have that one. Also, this was pre-Murder Shiro, so... Hmm. Anyway, let's just take a bit of this one, shall we? With its £2 million budget, this thing pulled in $4.3 million. And this was down to Canon Films, misclassifying this as a horror film, but it's not. It's more of a psychological thriller, I think. Plus, the marketing was piss poor, because it's fucking Canon. Hello. Hmm. Anyway, starring Dame Angela Langsbury, David Warner, Sarah Patterson, Stephen Ray, and Brian Glover. Directed by Neil Jordan. Of the plot, a girl has weird and wonderful dreams of a village town in 1600s England, in which she dreams, among other things, of Red, Little Red Riding Hood, witches and she-wolves. Her granny warns her off Ben, saying, quote, 
Men whose eyebrows meet in the middle are never to be trusted because they are more man, isn't more beast than man? Unquote. She, however, falls for a huntsman with meeting eyebrows. Is he really a werewolf? What will happen to Granny? Why does she sleep all day and all night? Was this all just one big dream? Hmm, find out here. So, the movie opens up on an old well as a giant shepherd sniffs around it. It then runs to a huge manor house. And note, this manor house is Burnham Beaches in Buckinghamshire. Only the exterior was news, however, as rest is a set in Shepperton Studios. Up pulls on a state car as a teenage girl helps her father, played by David Warner, and mother, played by Tussie Selberg, unpack the shopping. Who is this girl? I haven't a bloody clue. The only person named in this movie is the lead actress, which is fucking annoying. Anyway, the girl runs upstairs with the dog following to her sister's bedroom which is filled with all sorts of creepy-ass toys. Yes, they all appear in a dream. How very labyrinth is that? In fact, this whole fucking movie feels like the labyrinth to me. Her sister is Rosalia, played by Sarah Patterson, who was 12 while filming. She looks about fucking 16. Hmm. The sister tries to wake her up, but she's in bed, possibly ill. She's asleep the whole fucking movie. Hmm. So she ignores her and continues on with her dreams. One thing I want to know is why the fuck is there wild animals all over the set? From frogs, ducks, doves, hedgehogs, hedgehogs, snakes, spiders, fucking tarantulas for Christ's sake, and God knows what else on this set. This must have been fun to fucking film. Anyway, with the sister gone, the lighting in the room changes to dark underlit as the nightmare starts. The camera holds on a porcelain doll, which looks like Granny. And a creepy sailor doll, which looks like Robert the Doll. Check that one out, by the way, not the shitty movie, the actual fucking cursed doll. Awen picks up in the room as the dream starts. The camera pulls out of the bedroom window onto a large wooded area behind the house. And note, this entire forest area part is all miniature. Again, they only had £2 million budget, so they had to fix it somehow. Cut to the sister, who I think is named Alice, played by Georgina Slow, running through the woods dressed in white, with a howling wolf giving her chase. In this creepy-ass wood are all of Rosaline's toys, which come to life and chase the sister through the heavily cobwebbed clearings. Thing of nightmares right fucking here, a four-foot creepy-ass sailor doll chasing you through a dark wood, only to be chased by a five-foot teddy bear. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> anyway, Alice runs past a large doll's house, which looks nothing like the manor house, but it's supposed to be. Opens it to find a rat in a bed, which she hits it and it runs off, or actually just sits there and stares at her. What the fuck is happening here? I mean, hmm. So Alice continues to run, finding a large grandmother clock with spinning hands filled with rats. This spooks her, so she runs deeper into the woods. As she runs, we see more things from Rosalie's room, including a picture of her and a dog from earlier. Alice runs through a field of huge mushrooms, okay then, straight into a pack of wolves, which chase her to her death at the teeth of the pack leader. Well, you don't actually see her death. What you do see is a large wolf leap at her as she falls on the ground and screams. 
And note, you can tell these aren't wolves, but dogs. However, the movie tells us these are werewolves, so I'll go with it. Apparently, they, they painted the dogs to look more wolf-like, and it doesn't really work. You can still tell they're dogs. The camera pulls back into Rosalie's room to show her fast asleep, then pulls out of her bedroom window onto a small village. Onto Alice's dead body in a coffin, as Rosalie is given her silver cross by her mother. Alice is then sealed up and buried with a frog standing on the top of it. What the fuck? Why didn't... No, no, this is why I don't get what this may. Why didn't they give Georgina Slow the part of Rosalie and give Sarah Parson the part of Alice? Then you wouldn't have this whole pedophile vibe that runs underneath this movie. Because Georgina Slow was 18 at the time of filming. Whereas Sarah Parson was 12. I mean... Oh dear God... Anyway, the old town priest, played by Graham Crowder, gives Alice burial rights, as Granny, played by Angela Lansbury, takes Rosaline away for the night. I've got to say, the makeup artist here does Lansbury no fucking favours. She looks old in this. Whereas Lansbury was 59 at the time of filming, she looks about 90 in this fucking movie. And here is the start of a story within a story within a dream. The whole mindfuck thing. As Granny warns Rosaline, to stay on the path and do not wander or should be eaten by the beasts. Then she tells her a story after warning her to quote never trust a man whose eyebrows meet in the middle. The story about a young woman who married a quote travelling man. These are Catherine Pasaya as the bride and Stephen Ree as the groom. On their wedding night, he turns from charming, handsome man to savage beast. As he strips naked, then hears the howl of a wolf. She comments how she loves the fact his eyebrows meet in the middle. After seeing the full moon and hearing the howls of the wolves, he runs deep into the woods, leaving his bride all alone. Hours later, he returns with a pack of wolves who just sit by the door. The bride reports the wolves to the menfolk who go out a hunting but find nothing. So some say he was just a travelling man, he was a gypsy, they do that shit, they dump you and move on. But she's having none of it, as she finds a huge wolf print, or wolf paw print rather, in the mud. The menfolk say nothing of it, and this fucking thing is gigantic, my god. Anyway, Granny then tells Rosaline the bride remarried years later. Unfortunately, the man was lazy and knocked her up and left her with three whiny kids. Gotta say, the actress here that plays the part of the pissed off mother does a great job as she sits on a wooden stool peeling potatoes with a huge knife as the baby sits on her near knee mere fucking inches from the blade and she puts the blade towards the kid as the other toddler is screaming at her feet eating a raw potato. Hello, love. Health and fucking safety. <laughs> Jesus, jinkies. Anyway, later, we see her feeding her kids the broth which she made. Looks like it's way too hard for toddlers to eat as there's chunks of potatoes and chunks of turnips and uh, meat and various other vegetables in this thing. Jesus, is she supposed to give this to a toddler? Anyway, that winter, her first husband returns feeding her with kids. By the way. It's implied that these kids are at least three, yet this is the first winter. How the fuck does that one work? And moving on. He demands a meal, so she lets him in, only for him to turn into a werewolf. 
in the most disgusting way possible as he rips off his flesh straight down to the muscle, muscular bone a muscle underneath the fucking skin basically before the muscled skeleton changed into a dog this is all very hilarious it's all very frank rising from the dead she stands in shock as her creds just sit there and scream he changes into a wolf as it rips through the human skull and I've got to say this puppet looks great however it is a puppet much like an American wolf in London it's shot in bright light and you can tell it's a puppet but it still looks great her second husband returns and he's played by Jim Carter to behead the wolf with an axe which flies off into a bucket of milk and turns back into a human head. She then mourns his death. What the fuck love? He was going to eat you and indeed your children. So her second husband slaps her as it fades to black. What in the fuck? Rosaline then tells Granny she never let a man hit her. Granny says, quote, Men are nice as pie until they get what they want with you. Then the beast comes. Unquote. I've got to say, Lansbury here is a little bit creepy. Taking glee in telling these stories to a 12-year-old before bed. Also, she takes great glee in downplaying men and how men are bastards and they're all beasts and all they want is sex and to be fed. And that's it. I mean, hmm. Anyway. That night, as Granny sleeps, Rosalie hears wolves howling at the door. Next day, Granny takes Rosalie home. During the walk, she tells her to smarten up and be useful. She's no longer a girl, she's now a woman. Or a lady. As in town, Rosalie is kissed by a boy, who is played by Shane Johnson. However, Granny puts a stop to that one, and she's a moth, calling us not those little punk. By the way, as I says, nobody is named in this. All we have is boy Granny, Huntsman, Father, Mother, etc, etc. No person that's named is Rosalie, which is fucking annoying. Name your fucking characters. Anyway, that night over dinner, her mother complains there's too much food for three. Then why the fuck did you make so much bloody food then? You? As next morning, Rosalie fetches water from the well at the centre of town. The same well on the estate grounds. The boy then tries to play with Rosalie, but she has none of it and dumps water over his head. That's a bitch move, love. I mean, mm. that night, while her mother and father have sex in the same room as she is, Rosaline watches a moth fly next to a candle flame. What in the fuck? Next morning, while lying in bed, Rosalie asks her mother what it's like to have sex, as Granny warned her of men, saying that men will hurt you and all they want is, is cardinal knowledge and as such and la, -da 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 -da. her mother tells her not to listen to granny women just as much beast in them as men do as rosalie does her chores for a couple of day days later the boy gives her flowers asking her on a date she is unsure so wants to tell granny cut to granny picking roses with rosalie saying these are fit for a prince's grave the fuck another story as a young man, born on Christmas Day, feet first, with matching eyebrows, meets the devil. And cut to a young man, played by Vincent McLaren, who is in the middle of the woods. He meets the devil, played by Terence Stamp, who drives up in a pure white Rolls Royce. He hands the man a bottle, which he rubs on his chest, and turns him into a werewolf. So that's where werewolves came from then, Karen. And note, Terence Stamp did this scene after... 
Andy Warhol pulled out because Warhol was recently shot and didn't want to leave New York, but they couldn't afford to fly him fly to New York to film him. So give it to Terence Stamp, who did this for the suit he's wearing. As you do. Anyway. This werewolf transformation is all sorts of evil dead as Ivy wraps around the man's legs and pulls him down. You don't actually see him fully turning, however, only real Rosalie seeing him in her bedroom mirror. What the fuck? Back to Granny, as she has all but finished a cloak for Rosaline, which she's knitting all throughout the movie. Bright red, but of course. Back home, Rosalie plays with a spider on its web. As father comes home carrying wood for the fire, he eats the flowers Rosalie got. Why? Cut to that Sunday in church, the priest gives his sermon about wolves and lambs and etc. etc. As above Rosalie's head is a nest of spiders that fall on top of her. Yeah, fuck that. And note, Lansbury was not pleased with the director this day as. These spiders hit her on the head continually, and these were gigantic fucking tarantula spiders. I mean, Jesus Christ. After church, Rosalie goes on a date with the boy. He kisses her, so she runs off into the woods, off the path. He finds her, and the two kiss yet again. This is all sorts of wrong. Like I said, she's 12, and he's about fucking 16. Hmm. He demands another kiss, so Rosalie runs off deeper into the woods as the boy loses her. Rosaline runs off lost. She climbs a tree in which she finds a stock nest with eggs in it with babies in them. What the fuck? Also in the nest is lipstick and a hand mirror which she looks in and applies the makeup so she's starting to become vain then. The boy lost in the woods comes across a slaughtered cow with a calf and starts to cry wolf. Rosaline walks past a wolf with blood in its face and just ignores her. The fuck? As the boy runs into the village crying wolf, Rosaline's father beats him up and all but drowns him in a water hole. His father, who is played by Brian Glover, stops this and beats up Rosaline's father. So Rosaline's mother breaks up the fight with a bucket of ice cold water. As in walks Rosaline with a baby in her hand. What the fuck is going on here? As you see, these are small purple porcelain dolls that have tear ducts for some reason as the baby just cries in her hand. What the fuck is happening here? Anyway, that night, Rosaline's father, along with the other menfolk, hunt down the wolf, laying a trap of a pit of spikes with a live duck as bait. And note, this is a real wolf that ate the other wolf, which was so scared of the duck it ran off into the studio and indeed the studio had to hire snipers to keep these this wolf at bay because this was a real untamed untrained wolf as panic gripped when this thing run amok meanwhile back in the house Rosaline is getting bathed by her mother who tells her she's nothing special and granny just spoils her rotten that's a bit of a bitch move there also hmm and note, in Great Britain, wolves were hunted from 1560 until 1760, where they were extinct. There is no longer any wild wolves in Britain. With the trap set, the wolf comes out of the forest and falls into a trap, only to be shot dead by the baying mob. Back home, Rosalind tells her mother a story of a lord who had an affair with a witch, who, when she fell pregnant, he cast her aside to marry a princess. 
at the wedding, the witch comes and casts a spell on the wedding party, traveling all onto wolves. And I've got to say, the puppet and makeup work here is great. I love how the whole wedding party continues to eat and drink while turning into wolves. Also, the dogs are cute. And note, they tried to dress a real wolf in 1600 clothing by knocking out first with a tranquilizer dart. However, it took hours for it to wake up, and when it did, it ran off. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen that. A wolf dressed in 16th century, or 1600 rather, wedding dress <laughs> running a muck in a city. <laughs> oh my god. So, the news dogs instead. One of the dogs was spooked when it knocked over a wedding cake. This caused a whole panic as the rest of the dogs run amok. It was left in the film, so there we have that one. It's fucking hilarious, but anyway, the witch is played by Don Archibald. The Lord is Richard played by Richard Morant, and his princess is Ruby Buchanan. So the moral of the story is the rich are nothing but greedy wolves. Also, don't piss off a Scottish witch. Rosaline's mother is shocked at this story, demanding where the hell she heard this one from. Rosaline said it was Granny, God's honest truth. Cut to the witch on top of a tree top, tree top rather, with her baby in a cradle. As she rocks it, the wolves are howling. Rosaline's father comes home with a wolf's paw, which turns into a human hand. He is now in shock. I love the fact, I love to see the wolf's paw with the ring still on it, because it turns back into a human with a ring on it. With that, he throws it into a fire as it just burns. As back in the real world, Rosaline is crying in her sleep. Is that even possible to cry in your sleep? Hmm. In her dream, it is now winter. Rosalie is set to Granny's with a basket full of food and wine, also carrying a large knife. She's now in her red cloak. So you know what this is going right? Wrong! The boy from earlier falls her into the woods. However, she loses him at a diamond mine with seven miners are working. In the woods, she comes across a huntsman played by Mika Burgis. And note, he was a trained ballet dancer and got the job from the director because he loved the way he moved and loved the way his body looked. The huntsman hits on Rosalie, and this is all sorts of uncomfortable to watch. However, thankfully, this goes nowhere as she fends him off with her knife. He then eats the picnic basket and runs off. When she accuses him of being a werewolf due to the fact his eyebrows meet in the middle. Before he runs off to kill Granny, he pulls out his compass, explaining it'll lead him to Granny's house before she even gets there. He then offers her his hat, so she spends five minutes looking in a hand mirror how very vain this girl has become. Cut to that night, as the snow falls, the huntsman finds Granny's house and enters. Granny's reading from the Bible and tries to fend him off with it, however, the huntsman just bats away. So she brains him with a broom. He howls in pain and licks the blood off with his huge wolf tongue. Granny sees this and grabs a fire poker and burns the huntsman. So he slaps her head clean off her shoulders. And note, this was a waxwork dummy of Angela Langsbury. They only had one take for this thing, so this was slowed down extremely. Anyway, the head flies off, smashing into pieces of porcelain as it bounces off the wall. Hours later, Rosaline shows up. How the fuck could she be lost? She's been there hundreds of times before she gets lost and shows up hours later. And she enters. 
here is a cat and mouse game, or woven lamb if you will. With the what big eyes you have stuff, Rosalie asks where Granny is. Huntsman tells her she's outside to fetch wood. However, Rosalie sees the wig is burning in the fire. He removes her cloak and throws it into the fire and hits her yet again. Again, this is fucking uncomfortable to watch. As the full moon is arising, he takes off his shirt, then slowly turns into a wolf as his pack awaits outside. Only after she tries to shoot him with his own gun. He tries to seduce her with his wolfly ways. She gives him a kiss? What the fuck? This is all sorts of fucking wrong. He is 39 here and she's 12. What the fuck was this director thinking? She shoots him once again in the arm as he finally turns. He howls in pain as his back stretches, his tongue elongates as fur appears on his back. Rosalie just sits there watching in awe, mixed with fear. Yeah, love, run! Fucking run! Post a shot time as the wolf head spews out of the human mouth. The wolf puppet then tears open the human back as it emerges in full wolf glory. Rosalie, unafraid, pets the wolf as it whines. Note, this was a real wolf. So, she tells him a final story of a wounded she-wolf that came up from hell in the village well and ran to the priest for help once it was shot. This she-wolf is played by Daniela Drax. She was a visual artist and dancer at the time. And note, this was supposed to be Rosalie Hever. When the director cast a girl of 12, he changed it to a woman due to the fact she was naked running around looking for help. And thank God he changed this. What in the fuck is wrong with this fucking movie? What is it with this pedophile vibe undercutting, undercutting this movie? It runs to the priest as it takes it in the wounded wolf that is, and it tends to the wolf until she's healed. And note, they applied tear ducts to Daxie's eyes so she could con cry continually. The tears would fall on white roses turning them red on the exact spot where Alice is buried. Was that symbolised? I have no eye bloody well, dear. Next full moon, she turns to hell via the well. With the story over, Rosalie is now a wolf. Her father bursts in, but her mother stops her, stop him from shooting the wolf as Rosalie runs off into the woods still wearing her silver cross. With that, the wolves run from her dreamland into real life, smashing through the manor house into Rosaline's bedroom, where she just wakes up screaming. As in the original draft, she was supposed to fall off the bed and sink into the ground like a pool, but that was changed last minute because we couldn't afford it. A poem by Charles Perlot, I think I pronounced that, is heard as credits roll. So that was Company of Wolves, a bizarre, weird, off-centre, visually stunning movie for its budget. This just feels off, however. I don't know what it is. It just feels wrong. Maybe it's the paedophile undercurrent in this thing. I don't know. The acting is great, however. The effects are great for the time and the budget. But something is just off. I don't know. Hmm. Like I said, switch the lead uh, actresses around. It would have worked better. I'm going to give this thing... A 7 out of 10? Give it a watch. It's weird, but watch the bloody thing. Come back next week as I wrap up Love Bites, aka Werewolf Month, with Ginger Snaps. And for that, I have a special guest. So don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Also, follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod. 
check out my other horror franchise podcasts of Underworld, Resident Evil, Aliens, House and more. Also my solo podcast of Blade, The Thing, The Stuff and many more. A bye. And remember, I watch these movies so you don't have to. Bye.